Warning! Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems including but not limited to impaired judgment, organ failure, projectile expulsion of Taco Bell, limp dick, distorted recognition of potential sexual partners, and poop. Lots of poop. Please enjoy this podcast responsibly. If you're happy and you know it, pop a Coke. If you're anxious and you know it, take a sip. If you're thirsty and you know it, your bottle surely show it. If you're happy and you know it. Hey, 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 wobbly winos, and welcome to Why We're Whining, the holiday bender taking you on a wine adventure. I'm Tommy Lucas. And I'm Lucy Zukaitis. And today, we are still whining about holiday drinking. We sure are. Today is day five of our advent calendar. Day five. And uh, we have our shadow dance, Chenin Blanc. Ooh, I like the sound of that. I know, it sounds very fancy. It's uh, from South Africa. Okay. And it's a 13.1% Chenin Blanc. Oh. You like the way that little label looks there? I d- I'm a little confused about what's happening. Are those hummingbirds? I thought they were foxes, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, look, do you see the little, like, beaks coming out? Is it? Those are totally Oh, yeah, they're hummingbirds. hummingbirds. Yeah, well, foxes? What the fuck are you looking at? I, I've been drinking all day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like those optical illusions, though, where... You know what I mean? Two different people see totally different things. No, I think you're right and I'm wrong, but... That, I love it when I you say know. that. <laughs> Mark it down, because oh, yeah. you're not going to hear it all the oh, time. Oh, that felt good. So uh, I'm going to pour us a little bit of this here, and okay. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this uh, wine right. when we do so. I okay? do tend to be a fan of the Chenin Blanc. Yeah? yeah? It's a white that you gravitate to? Mm-hmm. It is. Well, let me tell you a little bit specifically about uh, South African Chenin Blanc, because yes, I don't really know much about it, but... You'll know as a fan that Chenin Blanc originated in the Loire Valley in Francais. But they say that South Africa is the second home of Chenin Blanc, which I had no clue I didn't know that either. Yeah. Okay. And they started planting it there in the 17th century. Mm -hmm. And uh, apparently this Shadow Dance Chenin Blanc is a classic South African Chenin Blanc. Oh, okay. Whatever the fuck that means. (laughs) I have no clue. It's a classic. Yeah. But that's what they say. Great. Um, and so, yeah, this is the most planted grape in South Africa. And they say that Shannon is the backbone of their wine production, which again, not an area I think of for Shannon Blanc, but maybe like I said, like for Sauvignon Blanc, you've got New Zealand as Mm -hmm. the new Sauvignon Blanc capital next to France. So maybe this is kind of like that. I guess so. It all started in France and then someone else becomes the second home. Yeah. The second largest. The summer home. The summer home of Chenin Blanc (laughs) is South Africa. Who knew? I like that. Uh, So this specifically is aged and fermented in stainless steel. Okay. Which is good because I don't like it oaky white by Mm -hmm. any means. Mm -hmm. And the topography surrounding the vines, cooling influence of the Atlantic Ocean with the geography of the mountains and the valleys surrounding it really influenced the flavor profile of the wine. Mm, so, okay. That being said, uh, what color is this here that we have? What would you qualify um, that as? What level of hydrated piss is this? <laughs> it's not as hydrated as some. It's pretty yellow. Yeah. It's almost a, a light amber in a way. Oh, I'll give it that. Yeah. A light amber color? Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. Definitely got some viscosity to it. A little bit golden. It. Golden, yeah. Mm-hmm. Golden amber. Light golden amber. We'll light go golden with that. amber. Yeah. What That's a... my stripper name. <laughs> Damn it. Then what am I going to use now? <laughs> Let's give it the no test here. What, what do we smell on this? 
Hmm. I feel like I'm getting a little vanilla. Yeah, definitely. I can definitely smell some sort of like minerality to it. Maybe like a stone almost, like okay. stone or slate in there. Okay. There's definitely a fruity note to it too. Is there maybe a little pear? That's, I was just going to say pear. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's give it a taste here. And let's see. do it. Okay. It's not super acidic. It's definitely got more of a round profile, which Shannon tends to, mm-hmm. as opposed to something more of like a Sauvignon Blanc. I feel like you do really taste that minerality. You do. I'm getting a little bit of that pear. Is there maybe a tiny bit of apple? Yeah, I was going to say green apple and maybe a little bit of floral note too. Oh, okay. Specifically like honeysuckle a little bit. Whoa, listen to you. Got a gardener amongst us. Yeah, no, let's not go too far. <laughs> It's a little abrasive on the first bite, but mm-hmm. after it, like, it mellows out. I like it. Yeah, it's not bad at all. What would you pair with this? Pears. <laughs> Clever. Clever. Thank you. I'll be here all day. <laughs> um, because it doesn't have that acid to cut with it, I think you could pair it with some, like, more lean fish or yeah, something like or that. or even, like, a chicken, potentially. Yes. Yes. I'd drink it with my dessert. Yeah, definitely. It's a, I think it's got a pretty nice universal appeal. Culturally, this has nothing to do with South Africa. Sorry. I'm so disappointed. I know. I see it in your eyes. (laughs) But since it was shadow dance, I was thinking about Christmas dance traditions. Oh. So um, let's talk a little bit about dancing around the Christmas tree, shall we? Is that a thing? Yeah. So first of all, I have to say that that is probably my least favorite Christmas song, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Oh. I don't know why. I, like, no offense to Brenda Lee or her writers. I just... I just think it's so fucking annoying. All I can think about is Home Alone, when they do, like, the panning shot away from the house is, like, the, the burgers oh. and stuff are, like, looking in, and they're playing Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree while he's got the, like, okay. puppets that he's dancing in, but I and understand. That's kind of a nice association, I guess. I yeah. just... I don't know why that... Because there's a lot of annoying Christmas songs that are way oh, overplayed. Yeah. But for some reason, that one just sets me off. So, like, anytime I'm driving with someone who knows that, like, right when it comes on, they, like, lunge for the dial to change it so that I don't, like, wreck the car or something. Like, worse than Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you? Yeah. Wow, that's saying something. But the dancing around the Christmas tree tradition, where do you think this came from? Like all of our other fun Christmas traditions, Germany? Eh. Fuck. This one is Denmark. Okay, I can see Uh it. Um, So this is a tradition that occurs on Christmas Eve. I don't know when it started, but it was in the time that they would light real candles and use those little, like, homemade fastener brackets to attach them to the branches. Oh. Listeners, please don't try this at home. <laughs> um, so Christmas Eve night, usually after dinner, the family would light the candles and sing carols while dancing around the tree, often in two circles. Um, oh. And traditionally, only the men light the candles and do all the fastening to the branches while the women wait with bated breath in the other room. What a misogynistic and, tradition. I know. <laughs> and then they come out and go, oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> and revel in the beauty and then everyone dances. I have to imagine now that everyone can participate in lighting fake candles. And... Well, let's not push it here, you know. Yeah, okay. I, I, mean, I don't know how progressive Denmark is these days. But... Uh, you know, I don't either. Traditionally, the first song is... Oh, boy. New Harvey Jewel Egan. And uh, what's the melody for that, Lucy? I thought that your family sang that every year. Ah, uh, yes. Do you not? Ahem. Something like that. Is yeah. that how you guys do it? I mean, just a carbon copy. You just did it perfectly. I figured as much. Does the Zucaitis family normally dance around a Christmas tree? I can see your family doing this. Well, the thing is, 
because ours is always in a corner, so we can't like go all the way around it. That's um, what I wonder, like, because I feel like most people's trees are often in the corner. I know. I was thinking about that, too. So I guess when this started, it must have been more common to, like, put it out in the middle of the room so that people could actually form circles around it. So then you're saying we just need to go down to the Daily Center in Chicago and start our own <laughs> and new Harvey thing yes. together. That's exactly what I'm saying. If anyone would like to join us. Take that, Chris Kindle Market. Suck it. <laughs> new, new Harvey, Harvey to And to all yours, a good night. (laughs) This has been a Tom C. Lukaitis production in association with Double Daddy Studios. Thank you for enjoying this podcast responsibly. All right. Hang on, I'm making weird noises. Uh, What what was that? That was like, does that ever happen in your throat? Oh, where it like croaks? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, ready? No. I'm just making it worse. It's fine. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah. We're good? Sure. Now I'm doing it. Now my stomach's like... Right like between the two of us. Let's Ready? do it. Wait, was that you or me? Me. Oh. Jesus. I felt it, though. <laughs>